T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, Ray, I, I was not able to get Christy Brinkley today. And I swear to God, I tried. I can tell. I really did. I'm sure, oh. I, I, I know you. I'm sure you and did. And I finally reached her agent, and she's like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> we wanted to get some Linda Ronstadt in, because I know that uh, we all have our heartthrobs. Oh, yes. And you have a you know, lovely marriage that you've had for decades, and certainly don't want to impugn that. But, oh, uh, no. You know, I think of Linda Ronstadt. If I, if I was able to get Linda Ronstadt through the door, that might have... Yeah, well, she's uh, she's out in the Bay Area, but uh, you picked the right song too. Yeah, uh, I know. Desperado. That's uh, that's Mosh. I remember. Oh, well, well chosen, Mosh. I remember um, her doing that as her encore one night at the Spectrum, and just her and the piano, and uh, you could have heard a pin drop. It was it was magical. She she had a her voice was a beautiful instrument it's uh, very very sad that uh, very sad that she's um she's you know parkinson's has taken that away now yeah. but uh, they'll never take away the body of work i mean it's uh, i mean her music will live forever uh this hour sponsored by meridian bank business banking at its best visit them meridianbanker.com as i said we are joined now by somebody Oh man, we've had the pleasure of having him on the show, and 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 I've had the pleasure. We've had the pleasure of gaining him as a friend, and you've had the pleasure of watching him perform. And Bernie Perron joins us. And just as a reminder, forty-seven years ago last night, Ray Bernie Perron broke my heart <laughs> as the Philadelphia Flyers beat when I was a kid my Buffalo Sabers for the Stanley Cup at the Odd. And both you and I were in attendance at that game. We were. Me as a season ticket holder, you as a writer, Bernie. Yep. So great to talk to you. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, great. Uh, beginning, I'd like to say that um, you're a lot better looking than um, Glenn, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's oh, where we needed to go, eh? Well, hey, Bernie, it's, it's, it's great of you to check in. And I know, you know, people have asked me a lot over those last month, you know, 53 years in this business in Philadelphia, you know, what are the highlights? What are the moments that stand out? Um, and one of them was, was your run, was your Flyers team, 73, 74, 75. Those years, um, being a, a, young, a young reporter at the Philadelphia Bulletin then, uh, getting to cover some of those games, uh, and getting to watch you do what you did. Um, I mean, that, that to me will always be among the highlights of these 50 years. You know, what you guys did as a team and what you meant to the city of Philadelphia, that was a really special time. Well, you know what? It was awesome. You know, you learn, first of all, you learn as a kid when you're playing sports, which is important for a lot of kids, you know, that you learn if you want to win in, in, in sports, if you want to win in life, 
you have to be part of a good team. You know, you can't do it by yourself. You know, and and that the prime example is you have guys like Gretzky, Bobby Orr. You know, they couldn't win by themselves. They have to be part of a team. You know, and 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 you know, I I was part of a, a great, great, a great hockey team, and um, we worked together. Togetherness was very, very important to us. And you know, playing playing hockey at the, at the spectrum in front of you know beautiful, beautiful fans in Philly, I will never forget. It's so, so important. That was awesome. Uh, do you remember young Ray Didinger covering that team? Well, that's, um, you know what, that's, I was just a kid then, you know? Yeah, just, sure, <laughs> I understand. I get it. And so was I. So was I. Yeah. I mean, we were, you know, we're, we're about the same age, but, um, the thing I remember about Bernie, in addition to the, his brilliance on the ice, which everyone had a chance to see, uh, was was what a was what a gentleman he was uh, off the ice. Uh, how how great he was with the fans. Uh, how great he was with the media. I mean, one of the ways that um, that when looking back over my years as a reporter, one of the things you really appreciate among athletes is 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 the guy. You know, is he the same guy win or lose? You know, it, I mean, everybody's in a good mood when they win. Everybody's everybody's eager to talk and do interviews when they win. Not everybody feels that way after a loss. And Bernie, and, and, and I think this was really true of all the guys on that team. I mean, they were all stand-up guys. I mean, win or lose, you know, Bernie was by his locker. Clarkie was by his locker. Dorney was by his locker. Nobody run and hid. Nobody blamed it on the press. Nobody blamed the fans. If they lost, the guys took the responsibility. They owned it. Uh, but when they won, they knew how to win with class too. And Bernie was and Bernie was exactly that way. I'll always remember him at the height at the height of his career. And believe me, it was when that first cup, and then he topped it with the second cup. I mean, he was always a gracious gentleman who had time for everybody. And that is true even to this day. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best. Well, it, 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 you know, Ray, I appreciate what you're saying here, but I have, you know, I have to, I have to congratulate you on uh, your career. You know, 50 years, you know, it's a, um, you know, it's incredible how, and yourself, how you're respected, you know, in the world of sports. And um, what you've done, you know, is just, 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 a, it, it was a beautiful gift you received from God, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's how it felt. It did feel like a gift. And uh, I, you know what, Bernie? I think I, you know, I've heard you talk about your career and how you started out as a kid in Montreal and you wanted to play hockey, and you got to live your dream. You know, you got to live your dream. You got to play hockey. You got to play in the NHL. You got to you got to skate the Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, you lived your dream. And me, you know, on a lesser scale, uh, I got to live my dream too, because you wanted to be a hockey player, and God bless you, you were a great one. Uh, and what I wanted to be from the time I was a kid, about the age of my grandsons now, is I wanted to be a sports writer, and that came true for me too. And uh, we both had the great good fortune to be able to share those years together right here in Philadelphia, and I'll always be, I'll always be grateful for that. I'll always be grateful for the opportunity I had to cover you and get to know you, and much like Glenn, become, become friends with you after your career. It's been a real delight. Well, thank you, thank you, and uh, you know, really, the feeling is mutual. And you know what? What the um, what we have in common too is is so important for you know the people listening, to, not just in sports, but uh, in the world of business too. And 
relationship and the whole bit is is uh, because the years aren't always as um, productive as, the, as when you win, you know. And um, and 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 you know, a beautiful thing we we have uh, and we still have is uh, is uh, never give up a situation, you know. Uh, you know, things may not be right at one time, you know, or another, but, um, you know, but uh, guys, guys like you and me, especially you, uh, never, never, never give up. And then when you, you take this attitude, beautiful, beautiful things happen. Bernie, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you so and, much. I'll see you soon. Give my hey, best to Jeannie. Hey, Glenn, Glenn, just want to say something that I, I I'm so, I, 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 I feel so upset. That uh, we won the Stanley Cup and you were sitting in those seats in Buffalo. Yeah, I was. The orange seats. It was. It was pretty. It was something. All right, Matt. Who knew back then that we'd end up being friends? Bernie, be well. I'll see you soon. Okay. Take care, guys. Thank All right. You. There you go. The great Bernie Perrant. <laughs> and he was great. It is something, though, that you and I, I mean, long before we knew each other, again, me as a, me as a teenager, Yep. you as a Pup reporter. Mm-hmm. We're in the odd that night when the Flyers beat the Sabres to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I don't know where your seats were. Uh, oh, cheap seats upstairs. Okay, we were in what they called auxiliary press, which was... Oh, we you're were, probably in the same cheap seats. We were in the same cheap seats you were with no box or anything. We'd, we just had a seat, yeah. and uh, I was in... I was... Where we were was behind the net where Crozier... Where where Crozier was in the third period. Yeah, yeah. Where, where yeah, he gave up the, the Billy goal. Clement goal. It all happened right in front of us. Oh, yeah. I remember. Anyway, neither of those teams has been back since then. How about that? Well, the Flyers have been back. They haven't won it. Right. All right. One of our favorite WIP colleagues, a guy I, I had the opportunity to partner with for so long, uh, and uh, you work many shows with Jody McDonald, is here today. Jody, you're looking good. Now, the famous line is, only God saved more than Bernie Perron. Correct. Neither one of them helped me. <laughs> I, I wasn't in Philadelphia when Bernie was winning cups, and I'm not sure what the big guy's done for me. Yeah. I've been uh, making his job difficult the last 60 years. Yeah, well, you've been a part of WIP since the beginning and you know, have seen Ray and worked with Ray over the years. Kind of want to get your perspective. The funny part of it is uh, yours truly did my show by myself for uh, three years, and I got lucky enough to be partnered up with Glenn for seven. Back then in those days, we couldn't have Ray didn't your own. Our boss didn't really like guests. Yeah. I no, know. let's go to the phones. I know. Wait, wait, wait. We can get Ray Dinger on, Tom. Why wouldn't we want Ray Dinger on? No, let's go to. We want to talk to the people. The people run this radio station. So, uh, yeah, we had to be a little patient before we could get Ray's observations on WIP. Yeah. But when we did, they were always pretty good. Phenomenal. Uh, with you, without you, uh, other places, anytime I could get Ray Dinger on, I did it because there's no one better at it. Talking just football overall, but if you want to get very specific about the Philadelphia Eagles, who knows the Eagles better than you, big guy? Uh, what are you going to do without them? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I'm going to go back to being a fan. That's going to be kind of interesting. You going to uh, scream at the TV? Um, probably. You going to curse? No, I don't know about oh, that. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> but I'll get upset. I'll holler at the television. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I have. Uh, I, I talk about the. I'll finally get a chance to watch. Eagles games with my son. Yeah, uh, that's it's something cool. I never have. I mean, I, you know, I started covering the Eagles in 1970, and I figured I, I did a little tally about how many Eagles games I covered, um, or how many Eagles games were played on my watch, right. so to speak. 
Uh, I think it's 844. Wow. And that doesn't count preseason. I don't count preseason. Come on. Those Jets-Eagles preseason games for years. <laughs> I don't count those. But in terms of regular season games, it was 844 is my count. And I actually... There were a lot of really bad years, but I look back on it, I was over 500. <laughs> they were over 500 in those years. Didn't feel like it all the time, but they were. And it, was, and it was great. But I never had the opportunity, because I was working all those Sundays, I never had the opportunity to actually sit on the couch and watch them with my son. But this year, I'm hoping to do that. That sounds great, and you should enjoy every second of it. Jody, it is, it is always a pleasure to see you. You know that. Thank uh, you. You lie so well. I don't, uh, and, and, and thanks for coming down, and, I'll, and I, know, I know I'll be seeing you soon. Uh, if you say so. Okay, pal. All right, Ray, uh, congratulations, my friend. Thank it you, It's been my pleasure. It's always been a pleasure working with you, too. Thank you very much. All right, Ray, as we jump from guest to guest, somebody I know that you uh, respect for many, many years, the great Herb McGee. Wants oh, to wish his best. Hello, Herb. Ray, how, how are, are you? you? I uh, just wanted to call in. We were headed down the shore, and I heard everybody on there, and I figured... I better get on that, that, that station right now because um, Ray has meant a lot to me over my years and my career. And the best memory I have of Ray is when I was inducted into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, and I don't even know how far back that was, my mother-in-law, who has since passed, Marianne Cachado, loved Ray Dittinger. And she used to say to me all the time, I've got to meet Ray Dittinger. That's the only way I know anything about football. So at that dinner that night, I said to Ray, I got to introduce you to my mother-in-law. And she went off how much she loved you and all. And all Ray said was, looked at me and said, Her, did you put her up to this? That's exactly what I thought. I didn't think That's it could exactly. possibly be on the level. <laughs> well, she was a big fan, and uh, as, as is all our family. And certainly me, Ray. Uh, you know how much uh, you mean to me, and I've never really said it to you, but... I've always had a, a, a tremendous amount of respect for you, not just as a sports writer and a sportscaster, but as a man. And uh, well, one of the big thrills for me always, the couple times, I went to see your show three different times. I know. And uh, one time you asked me to be a question and answer. I got one question. I gave an answer, and everything else was directed towards you, which is the way it should be. Yeah, and the one question was directed at you is, can't you help Ben Simmons learn to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Which everybody asks me all the time, but not now that he's out of the city. No, not you now. Know. Herb, uh, one, one, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no go ahead. A... The one thing I was going to say is, why do people always say, congr I'm retired now, as you well know, and uh, why do always people say congratulations on your retirement? I don't understand that, but... Because you made uh, it. Okay, that's it. it. Yeah. You, made you earned it, it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and you earned yeah. it. And and you did yeah. as well. And thank you so much for checking in. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Glenn. Really. All right, there you go. Thank Ray, you. Thank you. Ray, I'm sorry, thank I didn't, you, I didn't mean to uh, give him uh, cut him off at the end, but we go from one great college coach to another, Phil Martelli. Oh, my goodness. Wants to wish his best. Phil, you're in Houston today, and I, I know you're taking some time out down there to uh, to say to wish the best to Ray, and I want to give you that opportunity. Well, thanks, uh, Glenn. Yeah, I'm on the side of the road. I'm on my way to uh, Houston Airport. I was down here for a USA basketball tryout the last two days, and uh, I'm headed back to uh, I'm headed back to Philadelphia uh, later later this afternoon. But uh, this opportunity, first of all, that, that's a tough spot to follow. Herb, I mean, Herb's listening. He knows how many wins he has for his career and how many I have. And the next time I see him, he'll tell me the, the difference. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think the difference is in the uh, is in four figures. Uh, so, uh, but 
You know, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about uh, Ray and since I got the announcement and, you know, her just triggered this thought. Like, all of a sudden, Philadelphia, quote-unquote, lost. And not that you're going anywhere, but but Herb, Jay Wright, and Ray, that, that's uh, that's a Mount Rushmore right there for Philadelphia. But, uh, Ray, I, like, everybody knows you're an expert and, and um, uh, the, the way you presented yourself, you're a gentleman, you're a Hall of Famer. Uh, but I have to compliment you on you have a unique ability to be an intent listener. Every conversation I've ever had with you, I, I felt like we were having a conversation and right. it wasn't you just sitting there saying, you know what, let me think about how I can look very, very bright with my answer. And I've watched you do that with so many people. I've watched you on uh, post game Eagles. And, and even though listening on the radio, I could say to people, I could see you on the radio listening. And, um, that's a rare quality. It's a rare quality in a lot of people, and it's a very rare quality in Philadelphia because there's, there's nobody anywhere in the country that, other than Philadelphia maybe that wants to be heard. We want to make sure that you know what we think. And uh, you, you, you have a unique ability, right, to, uh, to listen, and hopefully others can pick that up, particularly the young. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we show what we know, and how bright we are by being quiet and not by being noisy. And you have accomplished <laughs> that, my man. Well, I remember uh, when I was working at NFL Films, Steve Sable uh, asked me to do a little seminar for the young producers on how to conduct an interview. Uh, and the one thing, the one theme that I really kind of hammered home was, listen, listen, listen to what the person is saying. You know, I mean, it's fine to go in with your clipboard full of your questions and the ground that you have to cover and the questions you have to ask. But a big part of it is of a good interview is making it a, a good conversation. And it's only a good conversation if you listen to what the other person is saying. And that's really kind of one of the things that uh, I tried to do in all my years as a newspaper person. And one of the things I thought that really helped me over time, I thought that I was a pretty good interviewer. But really, being a pretty good interviewer just really starts with listening to what the other person is saying. Uh, and that's, that's nice of you to pick up on that, because I always felt like that was one of the things that I tried to do. But it's, fun it's funny, Phil, you and I have so much so much in common in terms of our history. I mean, the whole Southwest <laughs> Philly thing. I mean, you played at Finnegan Playground. I played at Finnegan Playground. You know, we played basketball. We played rough touch. We did all that stuff. I mean, our roots are really the same. They're, they're very much the same. And then, you know, you went to Widener. I went to St. James, which is right up the street. I mean, there's a lot of commonality there. I mean, our paths have crossed many, many times. And it's, it's always been a pleasure when I've been able to spend time with you. I mean, you're a real gentleman, and you've certainly left a mark on basketball in this city well i appreciate it right and, and it, the ultimate compliment i could pay you is that you're not a good person you're a great person forget all the other stuff and and you know when you put your head on the pillow uh if, if we could put our head on the pillow and say you know what i improved as a person today man that would make it a a, a greater city and a greater country and God knows we need that right now, that we be full of great people. Um, so congratulations on everything. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's been brought up. I haven't been able to listen, but I'm sure it's been brought up. But for every 
father, family out there, your reaction after the Eagles Super Bowl with your son was <clears throat> it was special, Rick. So thank you for doing that. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for everything. Thanks for your friendship over the years. It means a lot. I appreciate thank you. you. All right, be well. Glenn, thank you for including me. You bet. Thank you so much. Always nice to talk to you. There you go. A lot of emotion here today, Ray. Not sure what's going on. Well, you're surprised. Yeah, a lot of emotion. <laughs> I'm su- I'm su- the only thing that surprises me is that I've held it together this long. Yeah, but how we'll much s- more time do we have left? Well, we'll see what we can do between now and the end of the show. I'm, I'm working on it. He's Ray Dinger. I'm Glenn Mack now. This uh, segment sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. WIP, WIP. Sports time is 1223. Why not? We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If I recall correctly, when we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the band was one of your favorites, correct? I love the band. Yeah. I love the band. And the wait, is, the wait is probably their most famous song, but the one that... The one that I love uh, is The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. I mean, when Levon Helm sings The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down, I mean, it'll just rip your heart out. Yeah. It's, that's great. And I, I love the band. One of my favorite concerts that I ever saw was the band at the Spectrum, and they were, they were so, so good. I mean, they were great. I mean, if, if folks out there, if you, the band didn't have a long shelf life. They weren't around that long, but their music will live forever. Yeah, tremendous stuff. All right. One of the things that that I will always remember, Ray, is how much you told me you enjoyed when you and Brian Baldinger would break down, and, and Brian Westbrook would break down film after games. <laughs> and, it's like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and kind of the expertise that you guys shared and saw, and Brian Baldinger joins us now. Brian, Ray has always spoken so about how much he appreciated how you broke down tape and kind of spending that time together. I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it a little bit. Well, uh, good afternoon, Glenn, Ray. It's an honor to, uh, to be on your farewell show here. I can't believe it. Um, I know you're coming back, Ray. So, um, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll just get right into it. Uh, we, we had a show at Comcast, and it was basically an inside look at the Eagles. You're watching the coach's tape, and I thought the only way to really 
really do that show properly was to like literally sit in the film room for three hours every Monday morning. And Ray was right. We met at 6 a.m. Ray was always there by 545, never late, um, complete with, as everybody knows, the yellow notebooks were there. And, uh, and we sat and we watched. And this, this probably was right at the start of Chip Kelly era mm-hmm. around there. So it was kind of a new offense and it was a lot to study. And, and B. West was in there with us. And we sat there for three hours every Monday morning. And we just studied the Eagles and the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then Ray would use his editing skills to figure out what video we wanted. And then at, you know, whatever it was, six, 7 o'clock at night at Comcast, we sat and did a half-hour show. And I got to tell you, I've, done, I've been a part of a lot of different programs. Ray has as well. You have too, Glenn. That, I, I felt like that was the most proud I ever was of a show because we put the work in. We were very truthful and very honest about what we watched and what we saw and the way that we delivered it. And I, I was really, that was really something I thought of all the things I've done, that was right up there with. It was really good. It was, oh, re- it was, it was really good. It was a, really good. As a viewer, it was really good. It was really good. It was, it was, in many ways, it was ahead of its time. And, you know, the stuff that Brian is doing now, I mean, the Baldy breakdowns and the stuff he's doing on NFL Network, that is really good. I mean, I think the stuff that Brian does is the best stuff that's on the network air by far. Um, and we were doing it back then, and we called it under review. Uh, and it was it was really it was good because we put in the time. And I, and I was working with a really smart guy in Brian, and somebody who took real pride and care in his work, uh, as did I. I mean, we were two guys that really cared about what we were doing, and we wanted to be proud of what we were doing, and we were. And it was it was really good TV. And it's I get a great kick out of turning on the NFL Network now, Brian, and see see you still doing the kind of stuff we were doing back then because I think. Yeah, I honestly think the fans in this country, pro football fans in this country, um, they want that. You know, they don't want a lot of chatter. They don't necessarily want a whole bunch of hot takes. Maybe a little bit, but not much. I think what they want is they want real information and they want to be educated. And I think there's nobody out there that educates the fans better than you do on a consistent basis. And I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to do it with you way back when. Well, I appreciate that, Ray. And I'm with you. I, I feel like wherever I go... That's what fans, they can't get enough of it, Ray. And it's a very complex game. There's a lot of moving parts. You can watch all the games you want on TV. You can't really see what's going on and why a play was successful, wasn't successful. Good technique, bad technique. You have to slow it down the way we did to really study it. And I would say the reason why we loved it, Glenn, and for the viewers or listeners out there right now, is Ray... Part of the reason why Ray is so celebrated is he always put the game in front of everything else that he did. I first met Ray Glenn uh, at NFL Films. I retired in 1995. I ran into Steve Sable at a gym on a Sunday morning and told him I want to be an analyst. But the only way I feel like I could be a good analyst is if I am able to study the coach's tape. And he put me in touch with his, uh, his secretary, Kathy Davis, and I started going over there a couple of days a week and you know, you, you couldn't walk into the film room without walking by Ray's office. And Ray was there morning, noon, and night working on shows like Football Presents. And one of the shows he was doing in 95 or 96 was Football in America. And he, he really he studied the game in nine different areas of the country. One of them was a prison that played yeah. football. 
Yeah. One of them was football in Alaska, like seven-man football in Alaska. And Ray, Ray wrote these incredible stories, and he would ask me if I would review his work, you know, once it was put to tape before they, they had the final edit. And I was like going, this, this is the best stuff I'm seeing on TV, period, on any channel, in any, in any genre. It was what Ray was doing. Yeah, it was terrific. And, uh, you know, we talk about your radio work and your analyst work on TV and your writing, but uh, Baldy makes a great point. The, the stuff you did at NFL Films was special. Baldy, we love talking to you. We look forward to talking to you during the season. Thanks for being part of this. My pleasure, Glenn. Ray, it's, it's a treasure. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, Brian. Take, thank, thank you so much. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed working with you, and he taught me a lot. Yeah, He's okay. really, really, really a smart guy. And when we were doing Football America, Thanks, Baldy. that was the first project I actually worked on at NFL Films. That's the project Steve Sable basically hired me to yeah, do. Yeah, that was great. And, um, yeah, and, uh, and I, I, whenever I would cut a piece, I would call Brian in and say, what do you think? Because I really – he loves the game, and he played the game a long time, and I really his, – his opinion was very valuable to me. Another former Eagle wants to wish you the best. John Bunting is with us now. Right. Hello, JB. What a surprise. Ray. Hey, Ray. So glad to be with you, buddy. It's always, it's always great to hear your voice, John. How are you doing? We're doing just fine. Got up uh, to Maine about uh, 10 days ago. Freezing my ass off here for a little bit, uh, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to warm up eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to hear you and you and Dawn. I know you love that country up there. So, uh, so have a great Memorial Day weekend. It's a good summer place. It really is. Yep. But the, we we have loved living down in Naples, Florida, for the last three years. So, like the winters down there. So, Ray, John, what are how you is do with yourself, how, man? What are you going to yeah. do with yourself? <laughs> I don't know, John. I'm trying to figure that part out. You know, I just uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, but I, I still have to coach. I still have to figure it out, actually. But I, I uh, it's it's really nice that you called in because, you know, you were. Um, I mean, I still remember you pulling up in that training camp in your little VW. Um, as the as the as the twelfth round draft choice, <laughs> uh, with with your Baltimore Orioles batting helmet on and thinking, who is this guy? Uh, and uh, and you came in and uh, they gave you the bad number ninety five back when nobody wore numbers in the nineties. Uh, but you right. made a, you made a career, and uh, and we became really good friends. And when I look back over all the years I covered this team, uh, I covered a lot of guys and liked a lot of guys and spent time with guys. But um, I, I developed true friendship with just just a few, and you and you were one of them. And uh, I've always appreciated that, John. I always have, and uh, I really, uh, when I look back on my career, I will always enjoy the time that we spent together. Well, I appreciate that. I, I have so much respect for the way you always handled yourself, uh, and it wasn't always easy. That '82 strike was a was a bear of a time, brutal. and uh, we persevered, got through it, uh, and you know. Once again, the way that you carried yourself, the way that you talked with people, the way that you reported things, uh, I totally respect it and uh, very, very fond of, of our friendship. Well, I was too, and I got to see you. Uh, I got to see you win championships with the Eagles. I got to see you win championships with the Stars, uh, and um, and I and I, I learned a lot being around you, John. I mean, you were. Uh, 
you were one of the real leaders on that team, and uh, you talked about the strike years as the player representative. I don't know that anybody could have been in a tougher position than you were. Uh, but you held that team together, and uh, um, the respect that you earned both on the field and off the field was something I always admired. And, you know, I, I, really, I really truly enjoyed, I enjoyed my whole time covering this team and being around this team for more than half a century. Uh, but there are a few people that really stick out in my mind as really great people that I had the opportunity to meet, and I felt privileged to do it, and you were one of them. So thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. You going to make your way out to Canton this, this August? I wouldn't miss it. I guess I'll be seeing you out there, right? I will be there for a couple reasons. One, our coach, and then also Sam Mills. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sam Mills was your teammate yeah. with the Stars, of course. Yeah, yeah. I got to play alongside him, a fabulous human being. And I got to coach him for one year, the last year of the USFL, and he was pretty easily coached. He, he knew more than I did. He was a pretty smart guy and a really, right. really tough. When I see you, well, he sure was. Well, when I see you out in Canton, I suspect that, uh, you know, just try and keep Louis Giamona under control, okay? Just try and, I mean, this, is, this is Dick's weekend. We don't need the family screwing it up. Thank you, John. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. All right, be well. Thank you for being part of it. Well, Ray, um, you told me that your plan when you retire Mm -hmm. is to watch your granddaughters play uh, field hockey, Mm -hmm. watch, hang out with your grandsons, including going to concerts, as I believe, school concerts, Mm -hmm. and sit around and watch games with your kids. Uh, and they're here now, and I and I wanted to give them both a chance to talk. Kathleen, your daughter, I want to start with you because we've we've talked to David many times. It's you. Are you? Uh, how am I going to ask this? You must be looking forward to the opportunity to spend more time with your dad when he's Ray Didinger, the dad, the grandfather, as opposed to Ray Didinger, the media figure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the kids are really looking forward to it as well. You know, during football season is challenging. Um, So being able to have more time to spend the time so that they have the opportunity to get to know dad just as well and and love him just as much is really going to be special. And Ray, didn't you say one of them's playing the trumpet? What am I thinking? What am I remembering? Yeah? Emmett is. Emmett's playing the trumpet? Yeah, I I like to play trumpet. At first, I was just thinking that... Um, Dad wanted me to be a bugler at my scout troop, but I played trumpet and I got really good at it. Good. There, there, video games. There, 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 <laughs> wait, what, what about the video games? Ray, you're not playing video games. Is this part of the plan? I think the plan is that he's going to try and teach me Madden. <laughs> is that right? I'm going to teach you everything I know about playing FPS games. There you go. <laughs> okay. And, and um, Dave, we know Dave. We've talked to Dave a lot. I met your granddaughters at, the, um, at your induction uh, over in Atlantic City a couple months ago. But I know, Ray, that you told me that you're going to become that grandfather watching the field hockey games, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to trying to learn and understand that game because right now it baffles me. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy Haley play. I enjoy watching Haley play. I've certainly enjoyed watching Caitlin play. And, yeah, this year, this fall, uh, when September rolls around, you know, the Eagles are going to do what the Eagles are going to do. I mean, that, that's fine. They, they have to do that. But uh, my interest is going to be at uh, Gwynedd Mercy University and watching Haley play her final year of, uh, of collegiate field hockey. She's going to be co-captain of the team, and I'm really proud of her. And I'm looking forward to going up there and seeing as many games as I can. 
Haley, do you have any rules for your grandfather when it comes to the games? Um, honestly, just enjoy it because there are some crazy parents in the stands. Um, also, don't want you to be one of those. But, exactly. Um, honestly, just enjoy it because it is really just a great game to watch. You guys must um, I, I must all be looking forward to being able to get more of his time. Dave, again, he said the thing he looks forward to most is just sitting on a couch being able to watch a game without with you, with without working, without having to worry about it. Never, never watched an Eagles game with him. The last, uh, Joe Santaliquido, I was talking to him yesterday, and he asked me the same question. What was the last Eagles game you watched with your dad? And I said, I never watched a game with him, never ever. Happened. And I said, uh, he says, well, what was the last football game you did watch with him? And it came right off the top of my head. I said, it was Super Bowl Thirty. He had filed his last Hall of Fame vote in Phoenix and then got on a plane that Sunday morning, flew back, and I met him over at his house in East Falls, and... We watched the Cowboys and Steelers Super Bowl, and that was the last football game I watched with them. So, David, everybody talks to Ray, and one of the iconic moments that we talk about that I think reached everybody's heart was the end of Super Bowl 52 in the studio. You were there shooting the game. Ray was there broadcasting, and that unscripted moment afterward where you came in and you guys exchanged the hug. I've talked to Ray about it many times. I would love your perspective on how that came about and what it meant. It uh, came about just, you know, Michael Barkhan is the one that, that kind of set all of it up. That was not anything that either of us wanted to happen on camera. You know, he's not like that. I'm not like that. Um, there's a reason why I'm behind cameras and not in front of them. Uh, but I thank Michael Barkhan every time I see him because it was something that was special. That's something that everybody in Philadelphia loved. Everybody in Philadelphia uh, had the same feeling. And that wasn't an analyst and a cameraman that was a father and a son and i think that was what the uh, that was the most special part of that day and as i recall either you or or ray evoked your grandfather right tell oh, tell yeah, me absolutely. about t tell me about how that came to play yeah um when david came on the set and uh, we hugged um i said to him um that was for grandpa uh meaning my father who i, I know uh, uh had always wanted to uh, see the eagles win a super bowl and uh, I felt like when the Eagles finally did it that day, it, was, uh, it just seemed so right that David and I were together. And uh, I said that to him. I said that was for Grandpa, and he knew immediately. Uh, he knew immediately what I was talking about. And that was what kind of brought me to tears, as it, as it almost does <laughs> right now. That kind, of, that kind of brought that kind of emotion forward. And um, it's funny. I've gotten so many letters uh, over the last month about since the retirement. Uh, I mean, literally hundreds of them. Most of them from people I don't even know. Um, but I will, t I will tell you, half of them, at least half of them, have somewhere in the letter mentioned that moment. They, they, they refer to that moment with you and your son as one of the highlights of the whole Super Bowl experience because it touched everybody. Because in every living room in the whole region, people were having exactly those kinds of moments with fathers and grandfathers and fathers and daughters and mothers and daughters. And everybody, that was something that everybody could share in. And David and I were sharing it. The only difference was we were sharing it in a very public way. And I said to David after, after it was all over and I finally could kind of put it in perspective and saw how much it meant to people, I said, you know, Dave, you know, we thought we were putting our arms around each other, but we were really putting our arms around the whole Delaware Valley. And that's still true today. It was, it was a beautiful moment. It was an iconic moment. And, and you're both right. It was. 
It was everybody with their father and their mom and their grandparents and so on and how sports is one thing handed down from generation to generation and the love of it and the fact that you two guys shared that and it was so emotional, it was beautiful. Kathleen, you got, it's just such a beautiful family. Um, I just hope uh, and know that you guys will enjoy spending time with this old man. As, I, as I'm losing him, and I'm going to miss him dearly. I, you know, we're doing the show tomorrow, and I'm going to get more into this tomorrow. But the six weeks on air I spend, and the time prepping and afterward, and just walking to our cars is is so special to me. And I know that you guys are so looking forward to. We definitely are. My un- boys, unscripted time with Ray. Absolutely, the boys are going to actually be starting football for the first time this year, this yeah. fall. So this will be, we'll have, uh, you know, field hockey here and football here, and the. Uh, in the Delaware Valley, so we'll be looking forward to Dad being on the sidelines, probably with a legal pad, maybe taking some notes <laughs> yeah. practice. You're going to put the line down the middle, Emmett? This is Emmett's pluses and minuses? <laughs> actually, oh, I'm sure you will. Actually, you know what? That would, that would be very valuable. So I think that, uh, I, I think that we, would, we would look forward to seeing that for both Emmett and George. The worst part is, is, it, is it he's going to go to Haley's games, he's going to go to Emmett and George's games, and poor Caitlin here is graduating high school next week, and she's moving to Pittsburgh in August to go to college. She's not going to see him. Yeah, you know. So she'll catch up with him at Thanksgiving little, when she's a, home. It's about a four-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. You can make that out there. You can see it. Well, it's listen. Um, I, I'll just give you I'll – give, David, I'll give you the last word here, just kind of what this means for you and your wife and your kids and Haley and her family uh, to, to have Ray retiring after 53 brilliant years. I mean, you, you know what he means to the Delaware Valley. Oh, he's – you best. carry the name Didinger. People have been telling it to you your whole well, career. Well, no, 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 no. He, he's, I don't carry anything. He's, this is this is the guy that does everything. But uh, no, it, it's 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 going to be hard to imagine. I, I remember when he told us uh, that he was thinking about doing it, and I said, "Well, what do you mean?" I, I tried to talk him out of it. I said, well, "Really, you can't retire. You can't." I said, "What am I going to listen to on the weekends?" <laughs> and he says, "I don't know what you're going to listen to, but it ain't going to be me." <laughs> and uh, but. To, to see the text messages, the emails, the people stopping me at the stadiums, telling me, uh, you know, what what this guy's meant to to the city, to the region, to Philadelphia sports, to listening to the people that are calling in, the coaches, the ex-players, people that showed up here, and it's just unbelievable. I mean, I wish in when I'm 75, people care this much that I retire. <laughs> yeah, nice, very nicely said. Um, I'm going to miss him. You guys are going to, going to enjoy all the time. Um, to your kids, to your grandkids, I wish all the best. Ray, you got anything to say? No, I mean, this is a big part of it. I mean, it's a big part of the decision uh, that I made. Um, it's not, it is not easy. It really isn't easy, even though I feel, and I've said this to you, even though I feel it's the right decision, it was by no means an easy decision. Because um, I, I love what I've done. I, I've loved the last 53 years. I feel blessed because I think this is what I was meant to do. But I think it's time, uh, and, um, uh, and one of the factors that entered into it was I just, I just feel like I, I want to spend more time with my family. I, I really want to spend more time with the kids. Uh, I want to learn. I want Emmett and George to teach me how to play Madden. I, 
I want to. I, I want to. Yeah, I'm thinking I, that's not going to work out. I, but that's that's I, I, I know how it's. I know it's not going to work out. But I still want to try. And I want. I want to go see Haley. I want to see. I want to go see her play. I want to try and learn something about field hockey. I want to travel with my wife. I want to travel somewhere where I'm not just going to a football stadium. I mean, Lambeau Field is wonderful. Arrowhead's wonderful. But there are other places in the world that I have to go. So there's so much out there that I want to do and explore. But most of it is my family, and that had a lot to do with the decision that I made. So um, even though I know I'm going to miss doing this job and I'm going to miss being with you a, a lot, um, I'm really looking forward to this next phase of my life and spending time with these guys because they're real important to me. All right, very nice. So we got one more segment to go. I see one more special guest in the house. A little bit of a presentation for you. Ray Dinger and Glenn Mack now. We are here on 94 WIP. Ray, Bobby Rydell passed away uh, this year, which was such a sad thing to see. And I know that you had the opportunity to become friends with him. The great, the great, great Bobby Rydell. Yeah, yeah I did. I and mean, he was, he was a hero of mine. Was a kid. I mean, when I was, when I was just in high school, he was at the apex of his career. I mean, he was, you know, that was the days he was making movies with Ann Margaret, and he was num number one on the hit parade. And that song, Wildwood Days, is one of his all-time greats. And you know, and then I actually saw him at the Flyers games. I would actually, I was a Flyers ticket holder then, and I was just sitting in the stands and like, wait a minute, that looks like Bobby Rydell over there. And he, he was, he, he never, he was one of the Philly guys that never went to Hollywood. I mean, he was a Philly guy that remained a Philly guy, and he was an Eagle season ticket holder. He was a Flyers season ticket holder. You saw him around all the time, and over time, we developed a bit of a relationship and actually became good friends. I'm sorry to see him, sorry to see him go, but boy, what a legacy he leaves behind. Yeah, he he was. Terrific. Terrific. By the way, this segment sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. Look who has walked into the building, the great Seth Joyner. And I do have to say, the pregame show last year, uh, or the last couple of years, I guess, with you and Seth and the crew was spectacular. Seth, I know that Ray retiring is going to be tough for me, and I know those Sunday postgame shows Without Ray's, it's going to be a loss for you. Well, it's going to be a loss for us. It's going to be a loss for the city. Um, you know, everyone keeps asking me, oh, you know, who are they going to replace Ray with? I'm like, you don't replace Ray. Are you kidding me? I'm, you know, hey, I'm getting that same question yeah, every day. I mean, you, you, you put somebody in the spot, but there's no one that can ever replace Ray and what he brings to the table, not only from his football knowledge, but his professionalism and the way that he handled himself. Although I think, you know, the last couple of the last two years, I think I rubbed off on him a, a little bit. I mean, he, he made a couple of comments last year and I looked at him. And I was like, is that Ray? Is that, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that right, Ray? Tell me, tell me about this. Yeah, there were a couple of times I was, I got a little cranky, <laughs> and, and, and that, that, and Seth looked at me and said, "Wait a minute, I think I'm rubbing off on you," <laughs> but only in a good way. I have to say um, that working with this guy, I mean, covering him in his career uh, and seeing what, yeah, what a player, <laughs> what a great player he was, uh, and a guy who was not just a great player, but a, but a guy who really thought the game, not just played the game, but he thought the game. I mean, in terms of his own preparation and film study light years ahead of any player I had covered up to that point. Uh, and so I really appreciated that. And I never imagined that years down the line that we would actually be doing TV together. But uh, the chance of having done this over the last few years and work with Seth and work with Barrett um, has been really one of the highlights. And, and this guy has has taught me a lot. I mean, I thought I knew a lot about football, but I learned a, a heck of a lot more working with this guy. And, I, and I was, I've said it 
countless times, and I'll say it again right now on the record, that he should be coaching. I mean, he, he should be coaching in the National Football League. There's no question in my mind that he should do it, and there's no question in my mind he would be great at it because he's, he's that smart and he loves the game that much. I think you just threw that gauntlet there, sir. Well, you know, a lot of people have said that, you know, the situation has to be right. Um, you know, I, I think I would love it, but I love what I do. Um, mm -hmm. I love what I do now. I love talking about the game of football. Um, you know, Ray talks about what he learned. Um, you know, professional athletes really don't have any formal training when it comes to the broadcasting world. Like, you know, I, I got into broadcasting after I retired. I was with the NFL Network the whole first year they were on the air. They didn't know what they really wanted to do. It's nothing like what they are today. And after one year, I decided I really didn't like it. Um, you know, so I, I quit. I stopped doing it. Um, and you really, like I said, you really get no formal training. So when the Comcast job opened up, I was like, and, and it had to be like five or six years, you know, after, you know, the whole NFL network thing. I was like, ah, you know, let me give it a shot. Um, and I'm sitting next to Ray and I'm taking notes. I'm like looking and watching, you know, what he does and how he does it. Um, and like I said, professional athletes really have no formal training. You may have the football acumen, the football knowledge, but how to actually conduct yourself and how to actually do it on TV, it's a, it's a learning curve. So while Ray talks about what he learned from me um, from the football side, I learned you know, not only from the professionalism side of being in the broadcast world, but you know, I thought I really understood you know, how to – take notes and how to, you know, how to chronicle the data. Um, but I would find myself in game because I think that's what I'm going to miss most. Not so much of what we do on the air, but how we watch the football game together. He has told me that, that the most fun he has is sitting in that, wherever you guys watch, and yes. just sitting and watching the game with you. And those three hours, the unscripted part, that's the best part. They should have put a camera in that room while we watched the game. You talk about gold. The gold wasn't necessarily on the screen. I mean, you would have had to beep, 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 you know, every other comment. Yeah. But the goal was in the room because we're talking about what's happening in the moment. Um, and then, the, and then the, the thing that I enjoyed the most is like, you know, I could turn to Ray and ask Ray a question. Um, it could be the fourth quarter. Ray, you know, the second, second possession, Eagles had the ball. What, you know, he didn't even have to look at his notes, yep. and, and he'd, he'd feed it to you. Or you'd ask him a question, you know, back in 19, you know, 86, my rookie year, um, you know, we played the Giants and this play happened, just it, it would come spilling out. Yep. You know? So what it really taught me is to, you know, you take your notes because I think young people live in this virtual world now. Everything is on the computer. The, the, the beauty of what Ray does, everything is chronicled in real time. And I think that's where the real retention is, is, is in the chronicling. And, and I've learned to take notes in that way, you know, and that helps me retain information as well. He is sharp as can be. Yeah. And he's great to work with. Seth, I appreciate you coming by. I really do. Hey, man, I wouldn't have missed it. You looked surprised when I walked in. And I just wanted, you know, Ray to know there's no way in hell that this day would happen without me being here. Um, at some point, I had to show up. And, um, you know, I appreciate it. Ray, all the best to you and Maria and the family. You guys enjoy it. 
um, because my friend, after 53 years, you've done more than um, more than you know earned it and deserved it. And um, the city of Philadelphia is going to miss you. But you know, I I got your email, and Maria, she she responds to my email. So every once in a while, Maria, can I just can I borrow him just you know for like 30 minutes or so? <laughs> there you go. She gave you the she gave you the green light. Yes, Seth, be well. All Look right, forward guys. to seeing you again. Well, Ray, um, the uh, our bosses, the people here at WIP, uh, wanted to present you with something uh, on the way out. And I know that this was announced on Angelo's show on Friday, but I think we should talk about it again. David Yadgroff is here. Rod Lakin, our program director, is here. And Dave, um, you guys came up with something to honor Ray moving forward that I think is just great. Absolutely. Well, look... Uh, the special part of WIP is the history and the relationships that the hosts have with the listeners. And you look at everything that's gone in the last three hours here. Um, Ray is such a superb example of that. And then how do you honor Ray? Um, so what we decided to do was we came up with the Ray Didinger Internship Program uh, starting this fall. It'll be dedicated to someone who made a difference in the lives of generations of Philadelphia sports fans designed for the future generations and inspired by his legacy. The world needs more Ray Dittingers. Wow. Yeah, I, I, how about that? Uh, I had, uh, I didn't, you, you really, been, this, this month has been full of surprises. <laughs> but this may have been the biggest. Angelo told me about this when I was in on Thursday. Uh, I think it's a wonderful idea. I, I, I am so gratified by this. I can't think, I can't think of a better, a better send-off than this. That, uh, you know, that some, that's, that the next generation of folks will have an opportunity uh, to do what I've done and been blessed to do for the last 50 years. I think that's just absolutely wonderful. Thank you, David. It's our pleasure. Thank you for all that you have done for the radio station, for our listeners, for our partners and clients. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, uh, Rod, uh, why don't you describe um, the cake that has been made for this yeah. event? Because it's pretty spectacular. Well, and getting back to the internship, too, we knew we couldn't give uh, Ray another plaque because I had to be the one to send out the email to the staff, you know, when Ray announced his retirement, and I was going through his bio, and I was reading through all these different awards and things, and I was just blown away, like Emmy Award winner, Pennsylvania Broadcaster of the Year. I'm like, is this a real person? Um, but anyway, so we wanted to give away uh, Ray's signature, uh, if you've seen him on television or if you've seen him around the, the WIP studios getting ready for his segments, are his yellow legal pads. So we came up with a special cake for Ray, a yellow legal pad cake, which uh, is amazing. Uh, and everything on that cake is edible, believe it or not, even the pen. So it's, it, it is just great. We're going to have somebody uh, cut. You want to cut the cake, Ray? <laughs> I, I wouldn't dare touch uh, that. Maria and, and David, let, let's have your kids and your family come up and, and cut the cake and get the first slices. And, and uh, they poured champagne, which I know you will not drink. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we want to honor you with this. And... I just want to say, I'm, I'm, we have one more show tomorrow, and that one is going to be a very special one for me. But for everybody who joined it, let me, let me just list everybody who joined us today. Here we go. Jim Gardner, Mike Quick, the Philly fanatic, Fran Dunphy, uh, our producers over the year, which I think was very special for both of us, Howie Roseman, Ike Reese, Howard Eskin, Jody McDonald, Bernie Perrant, Billy White Shoes Johnson, Harold Carmichael, Herb McGee, Phil Martelli, Governor Rendell, Brian Baldinger, Bill Bradley, Seth Joyner, and our bosses here. Um, and there were probably others that we didn't get to. 
but it shows you, Ray, the depth of, of appreciation for you, not just for the greatness of the 53-year career, not just for all the great things that you've written and you've broadcast and you've said and, um, and you've shared on the air, but you as a person uh, and you as a friend and you as a family man. Um, oh, geez, it's going to get to me. <laughs> You are special to me, and I think you are special to everybody. So, Ray Dinger, we all raise this toast to you. Um, and I guess I'd like to uh, give you just the opportunity to, uh, to send us out today. Well, this has been, um, um, it's been an amazing month, and never more amazing than the last three hours. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's been great. It's been, I've heard from some people um, who, who go back with me 50 years in this, uh, people who have meant an awful lot in my life, um, and none more so than my family who are here. Uh, and uh, it's been, uh, it's just been, it, it, I just feel so fortunate to have been able to do what I've done uh, for the last 50 years, enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed it, uh, and to have so many letters and gratitude, uh, thoughts of gratitude come in from people in the city just saying, um, I feel like I'm losing a friend. And, uh, um, and you've been a big part of our lives. You've been a big part of our weekends. Uh, and thank you for what you've brought to our lives. And the fact that we've made that connection, you and I together over the last 20 years, uh, that people have those kinds of feelings for us and what we've done here uh, is, I mean, Rod was talking about the plaques and the awards and all that kind of stuff, and that is what it is. But it's the, it's the feeling that I'm getting back from the community, from the people out there that have written and reached out to me, that means the most of all. And so, uh, and nothing more, nothing more so than what we've had here this morning. This has been just beautiful, and uh, you're all a big part of my life. I love every one of you, uh, and I'm, I'm going to miss you all very much. But thank you very much for what has been a truly memorable day. You're a very special man, and uh, we'll get to do this one more time. I look forward to it. I'll see you tomorrow, pal. Ray Dinger, Glenn Mack now, 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.